Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Port Charles Style. I am your host, Tony Ann. And with me this week, I've got Nick and Sarah. Hey, guys. Hey, hey y'all. I've been there away was... for a minute. You have been away. Welcome back. We've missed you. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be away next week again, but I'll tell you guys. <laughs> Listen, I'm just, glad, I'm just glad we have you and you're able, able to make time after. for us. Sarah, like, I got shit to do, y'all. <laughs> I'm just it's okay I'm just happy you're making time for us when you can all right well we can hop right into our critical cases because we don't actually have any news to discuss uh first thing on the list Finn and Liz have concerns about Gregory's treatment they convince him to get another doctor could there be a misdiagnosis story on the horizon uh I I don't remember. So um, in Tuesday's episode, I think, or Wednesday's episode, they did the flashback thing where Finn and Elizabeth were talking about Dr. Bronson or whoever his doctor is. I don't remember that scene. Um, I think it happened Monday. Or it might have happened at the end of last week. I'm not sure. I just remember that Finn and Liz were having concerns and Liz wasn't sure uh, Finn wasn't sure if he should bring those concerns to his dad, and then they did. And now he's going to get another doctor, but it feels like they're gearing up to say, whoops, he doesn't have ALS, so that they don't have to kill him. Uh, I guess um, possibly, but I feel like with with Marshall being misdiagnosed as well, I just feel like it's it's so close, or they just don't know how to write a good ALS story so they're just like you know what let's just run it back or walk it back or whatever I, I, I just think it's stupid I personally do not care <laughs> so like, I, just, I was watching I was like I don't give a damn about none of this I don't care about this character I don't care about Finn All, he, Gregory Harrison literally should have been Jeff Weber giving Jeff Weber ALS Jeff Webb with the world-renowned doctor, ALS. Yeah, that And having been brilliant storytelling. he's trying to make amends with his daughter who has to care for him, even yeah. though he abandoned her. Like, that, that's what I want to see. I don't that's care about Finn. That's a hospital Finn. story. And the yeah. thing is, it, it's, yeah, like, it would be different if Greg, like, I think it would probably be better if Gregory was a doctor. He's not even a doctor. Like, this doesn't affect me. I don't care. That's, that's actually a really good point. I he think works if he at were the paper. A doctor, <laughs> I think if he were a doctor, particularly a surgeon, yep. with all of his tremors that he's having, like that story to be told there. Um, yeah, I think I yeah, probably would have like, connected to it a bit more if that were the case. Would you have connected to it more if it were Finn? No. No. <laughs> we don't give a damn about Finn. I, I have hated Finn since he was talking to that damn lizard. I don't like him. <laughs> I tolerate him with Anna. I tolerated him with Anna. I briefly tolerated him with Elizabeth. When, until and you they, regretted that instantly. Yep. <laughs> and the sad thing is they're still cute. They have chemistry to me. You the know problem, they do. They just they don't do. address the elephant in the room, which was him fucking up. And you can't yeah, him mansplaining all the time and, you can't do too much cute shit and act like that didn't happen you have to address what happened first and give him opportunities to make amends for that but they haven't I feel done like well, well yeah they haven't given him opportunities to make amends but I feel like this time around 
he's being better. Oh, he definitely uh, is. That's why I'm starting to like them again. The problem, (laughs) the problem is, and I say that as someone who liked them the first time, the problem is they they're gonna write him better, but they're never gonna address what they fucked up. That's the problem. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't like Finn. I don't like Gregory. (laughs) I. How do you feel about Chase? I like Chase when he's cooperating. Violet can get hit by a bus. I don't like. like, I don't like this family. That's my problem. And I did at one point. They should have kept Jackie involved. They could have put Jackie at the paper with Alexis. They could have made Gregory a doctor and put him at the hospital. But yeah. What do you think, Tony? (laughs) (laughs) I. I am trying, like, I don't know what I think because you're not wrong. Neither one of you are wrong. (laughs) But yet when I'm watching the story, I'm weirdly affected in a good way by these scenes. Like, I I find myself emotionally affected when, you know, Finn is telling Elizabeth about how he's concerned for his dad. Like, I'm waiting for Chase to find out because that's just going to be devastating like Tracy's reaction when Gregory told her about his diagnosis got me like I don't care or like I don't think I care <laughs> but then I watch Girl, and you I feel care. like I care it's it like it's the actor, care. like the actors are good so I think yeah like if I watch a scene close enough I can be pulled in like Gregory Harrison is a great actor I'm He's not a huge amazing. fan I'm not a huge fan of Michael Easton but even he has moments where it pulls me in yeah. the problem is they've done they've made the Finn family over the Chase family overbearing and they've centered them any chance they got over the characters I would prefer to see at the center of the story okay. so that's where that's where they lose me all the time like I could be into this like if Gregory was supporting Alexis or Tracy through something like this cool but he was an asshole to both of them now he's not being an asshole but he's sick I don't care (laughs) but but the actors are the actors aren't bad like the actors were bad I think that would probably be you probably wouldn't feel much but the actors are decent and good so it's making me feel things in spite of the fact that I really don't care yeah that, yeah. that's exactly what it is thank you for <laughs> helping me figure that out because yeah, that... i'm watching this and i'm just so confused i'm like i hate these people this is, like, that's I don't, about... yeah i just don't care for the for the family and the characters involved if you swap out the characters i probably would be good but um i also don't know how i feel on if they would undo an als diagnosis because i feel like that's almost more offense that's also almost more offensive than them telling us um sunny and carly's daughter has spina bifida and then she didn't yeah like it's just <laughs> if, if you're not gonna yeah. tell the story don't yeah. tell the don't story it up. Like, why? you don't bring up something like als and lou garrett like which is also you know lou garrett's disease there's something that everybody knows how awful it is yeah and then you're gonna you're gonna back out and just take the pussy's way out and not say anything like um why yeah i i could understand if um 
he was still undergoing a diagnosis and you know they they weren't sure what he yeah, had that was opinion. one of the things that was one of the things that were thrown out uh, you know kind of thrown out there amongst other things but mm-hmm. they really settled on that and were are, were playing heavily into it and i agree with nick i think they've realized they don't want to kill the character off um, because there's options now with Tracy being around. I mean, I don't know how long she's going to be around for, but also with with um, Alexis being there. And now they're like, oh shit, we, we want to keep the actor. Um, how do we walk this back? And so I wouldn't be surprised if they're going the route of a misdiagnosis. But I feel like in the last couple of years, they've been doing that too often, too often like nick mentioned the spina bifida thing um marshall's With misdiagnosis marshall. and, and then now this like come on right it right the actual story right the actual yeah story. write the story and also granted i say this like i'm i don't i'm not a fan of the character however there's things they could have done to make them work they just don't do them like Gregory was a professor. When he came on, all those kids that we're that we see now, there's mo- there most of them are still in college. He could have put Alexis and Gregory at the college and let them basically be support to the younger characters yeah. while they like have a ro- a workplace romance. Like there are ways to do that, to do what you're doing with them, minus the basically turning the characters upside down and taking them out of their actual chosen fields like alexis could have been a law professor gregory i think he was a history professor or something like there were things to do with them they just don't do organic things with them yeah and it's annoying because when gh does things organically which we'll discuss later where they're getting things right yeah it works (laughs) (laughs) yeah it does when it when yeah when they choose to do the things that make sense and lean into it, it just makes sense. It works very well. And then when they don't, you're sitting there wondering, like, what is this? Why and and the weird thing... <laughs> and the, the thing is, like, even the things you're questioning, like, what the fuck is this, are not altogether unwatchable. It's just, it feels like a waste of time. Yeah, like, why are we doing yeah. this? Yeah. But shall we move into our next critical case, or do we have anything else to add on the fin lids of it all? No, I barely Free remember those scenes. <laughs> well, that part. <laughs> that that is the unspoken rule at this point. But <laughs> we can move on to our next case, which is the fallout from the deception case continues. Brooklyn is completely done with Tracy as Lucy and Maxie fight over the deal that Tracy offered. I have to say, the fallout from the deception of it all is actually really working for me. Yeah, I like it. I have questions. Go ahead. Okay. What? Because in in dialogue this week, um, Brooklyn said that Tracy was blackmailing her. Uh-oh. What yeah, was, was this said blackmail? <laughs> the said blackmail was the fact that Tracy pulled strings to get Chase in front of the review board to get his job back. Okay, they see, at- that's where they have me fucked up because I remember. <laughs> as, my good sis, as my good sis Dylan likes to say, Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> I remember 
We all remember. Told Chase. She did. So, where is the blackmail coming from? The thing is, when Tracy told Chase, I, if I remember correctly, this is only to defend Brooklyn. She was already in the middle of being blackmailed when Tracy told Chase, even though they act like Tracy didn't tell Chase. I think like the act of her being blackmailed had already happened. So Okay, so even if it had already happened, <laughs> once he knew it didn't thing, go anywhere. This yeah. thing, even if it had already happened, she told Chase afterward, and then I specifically remember Brooklyn came after her and she's like, what were you talking to Chase about? And Tracy told her. So at that point, Brooklyn, like Tracy had no leverage over Brooklyn. So again, my question is, what is this said blackmail? Girl, it ain't gonna make sense. <laughs> that, is, that is the blackmail, but we just have to pretend like that didn't happen because I'm our head writers pretending. are morons. I'm not I was I was watching it and I was listening to Brooklyn explain. I'm like, girl, you could have stopped. <laughs> literally. Literally. Yeah, they uh-huh. like did they forget they wrote those scenes and they filmed yes. it and they aired? Yes. There's no way like I'm like, y'all, I'm pretty sh- I I felt like I was on drugs and I probably could have been, but like <laughs> Listen, like, even you at your most high would still remember like, those scenes. I'm like, we all saw this in the Metro Court, right? Yeah, they were like, Yeah, That's we, the we thing. did. It was in the Metro Court. She he yeah. was in, he was meeting Brooklyn for dinner. She was late. Tracy interrupted and told him the truth. Brooklyn got there, asked what you were talking about. I I think Brooke, I think Tracy said we were talking about um me helping him get his job back. Yes, she did. And then later, like a few months later, they acted like she still had to confess. And even when she quote unquote confessed, Chase didn't care. So like <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, I'm this. confused. Yeah, the We the, all the, are they the Fallout are. Fallout is great. The the what led to it is not good at all. Yeah. <laughs> because we all saw that Tracy lost her leverage very early on. Like it would be different like if Tracy were like threatening to like expose that someone pulled strings to get Chase's job back. That that could be different like oh the public will be questioning his credibility yada 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 but yeah. she didn't she didn't do that. They could have gone that angle. To like, oh, she's blackmailing them both, so she'll shut up. But yeah, yeah, it's. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Tra- Tracy pulled up a, a boss move because she, she was like, because she has been trying to get that um one percent back forever. Um, I, I really like that, and I like Lucy being stubborn, being like, no, I'm not giving this back. <laughs> but I love the fact that Lucy didn't tell Maxie and then accidentally slipped. And Maxie yeah. was like, excuse me? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm on Maxie's side. For the 1%, Same. it's worth it to give it up. Like, exactly. why is she like, holding on to that 1% of EOQ so bad? Your pride is not going to cost me my house or my children's future. Yeah. I do have to say, whoever over there, one, is dressing Kirsten Storm, and two, War. is doing her makeup, Please. I want to fight them. You need to be in the unemployment line. Because first of all, 
Dylan mentioned this in the group chat. Maxie, when she was first introduced, well, not first introduced, but like in the 2008. In her Crimson era. In her Crimson era, she was arguably the best dressed character, female character in daytime as a yeah, whole. She, she was. There is no reason why, even though she's not working at Crimson anymore, she can't be a plus size fashionista. There's tons of great plus size fashions out there. Furthermore, why was she looking gray in the face? Who is doing this girl's makeup? I was I was angry. That's how <laughs> it was it was distracting in the scenes. Cause I'm like, oh yeah. Maxie's going at Brooklyn great and I'm like what the fuck does she look like that and Kirsten doesn't look like that like that's, that's, that's the thing like and I got like oh maybe they had an off day with wardrobe but they do this consistently she always looks disheveled and like just exhausted and it's weird and assuming and, that perhaps Kirsten has some insecurities about her gaining weight so she kind of wants to you know cover up there's still many more this, options yeah. that will be will hide will you know um will play as a cover-up or as something that she can hide in that she still looks really great but they're just like you know what here you go and yeah it's, it's so they need bad. to do that. they need to be in the unemployment line as far as i'm concerned they need to be beat up too. Like they need to, somebody needs to punch them in the face. And I, I volunteer to let Curse and Storms do it. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't think this was mentioned, but I said it on Twitter. Um, the tie-in with Blair, um, because it, it wrapped up last Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, I, just, <sighs> I don't. Mm-hmm. I the don't... David Vickers of it all. Oh, oh I forgot about that. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw people losing their minds about that. It's just, I think they could have done a little bit more and chose a character from GH's past. I agree. As, as his ex-wife, and it should have been. I agree. It should have been Julia Barrett. That's Brenda Barrett's sister. She's and it still old... could have been Cassie. Cassie did not have to be Blair. Yeah. Yeah, it, that's Brenda Barrett's sister. She's the original founder of Deception Cosmetics. Her wanting that company back and going through Tracy to do it because she, I think she used to mess around with Ned back in the day. Her that would have been want, that would have made more sense. Her wanting that company back and going through Tracy to do it. The Barretts and the Quartermains go way back in business. Why not? Blair seems like it was just something to do, but. It yeah, also Frank pissed. It like, also Ooh. it also pissed the fans off. So <laughs> Frank was probably talking to her on the phone while she was in a parking lot somewhere, and was like, "Oh, you know, we have this role coming up. But let's see how we can put Blair into it." That's because I, I, I said this on the podcast last week, but I'll I'll bring it up again because I want your reaction. Did y'all know that Blair was fifty thousand dollars a month in alimony, Rich? I mean. She's been she's married a lot of rich men exactly. multiple times, and she got one, two, three, three babies. But well, she adopted Sam, but she got three babies by two different rich men. I could believe it, and I don't. My thing is, I don't believe Blair would like not be making money. Wait, aren't all her kids by Todd? Two are by Todd. She adopted no, Sam, who's Victor Lord Jr. 
Oh, yes. Okay. No, but is it? Oh, no, that's Taya's kid. Oh, Danielle. Daniela. Um, <laughs> but, like, yeah, I think I, it's not a stretch for me to believe Blair came. The Kramers had money. The Lords yeah. had money. She's She was married to Asa. I think she's I think she's collected a, enough coin. I think that's also, she may be running out. That's why she's trying to get it to stop. <laughs> she's like, Likely. I need this bastard to get married quickly. So I ain't got to pay him alimony no more. My only issue with this is that he's married to Blair. Why is Blair? Because I, I wouldn't have cared if it was, because Cassie playing this kind of character would totally work. And I just, it, the Blair of it all what is the timeline for their marriage even? We don't That's know where I'm like, it has to be within the last 10 years, yeah. but like Yeah. Because otherwise you're <laughs> fucking up with her history from when the show was actively on the air and no, we don't do that. Yeah, because we know that after One Life went off air, Todd not, yeah, Todd was over in GH. We know him and Blair were not together. Yeah. Um, and based on everything that happened when he was on GH, I can believe that they stayed not together. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think they were, I don't think it was mentioned that they were married on the reboot. Mm-mm. No, because so. she was. Oh, yeah. She was messing that? with somebody. Who was, she, who was she screwing? She was screwing with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm vague, I don't I'm vague, know. I vaguely remember that season. So um, he's her husband of at least arguably the last decade. Somewhere within the last Sometime decade. Sometime within the last decade, they got yeah. married. Yeah. Honestly, they should have just picked a GH character that hasn't been seen, seen in ages, and Cassie DeFavia can play that person. Yeah. And we call it a day. Exactly. Like, why did it have to be Blair? It didn't. They just, the same the same way the lawyer didn't have to be Jackson Montgomery. Because <laughs> again, that, part. that pissed people off too, because he wasn't with Erica. Like, <laughs> I keep Dylan keep telling y'all stop asking for these one life and all my children characters to be crossed over because they're not going okay. to be protected. And she pointed out multiple occasions. They still haven't explained why um Alex Devane is so crazy. They still they killed off Cole and Hope to get Star onto the canvas. L- like, literally just so that Star could could ride he, Michael like a pogo stick. Even though I did like them. <laughs> it's, Me too. It was it they're not invested in preserving the history of any of these characters. Stop asking for them to be brought onto this show, just so you can complain about it later. Okay. David Blair screwing David Vickers. Like, just <laughs> apparently that pissed a lot of people off. <laughs> now, I'm the, I don't know. I find it hard to believe that Blair would screw on Dorian's man. That's where I'm at. Like, this isn't 1991 where, where, like, where Blair is first coming into town and she hates Dorian, so she's trying to make Dorian pay. Okay. Dorian and Blair are in a very good place. And I'm sorry, even if she were trying to screw over Dorian for whatever reason, she would not sleep with David Vickers. David Vickers is not her type, has never been her type. Like, I mean, choices were made, and I'm sure they were all made by Frank at this point because that is hot garbage. I'm gonna be real. I don't think 
I don't think Frank really cares about storylines. Because <laughs> he, but that's the point. He, he doesn't. Just, as, like you know what? I think he just makes sure it's under budget. He, he yeah. make he can, he can he can hire his friends, and it's under budget. That's all he cares yeah. about. Yeah, I, I think the writers are the ones making these storyline decisions. And correct me if I'm wrong, Chris and Dan were they not at One Life to Live? Uh, I think Chris was. But they're on strike right now, so. Oh, true. Oh, yeah, we don't know who's writing right now. Yeah, this they were. Scab. Chris was, Dan O'Connor. Um, I don't know if I can find him. Yeah, I think they both came from One Life Live Underride. But again, like, I, even if Chris and Dan were around, I think this it would have been the same outcome. They would have picked a character out of a hat from One Life to Live if they had to use her, it probably would have been Blair and she probably would have did the same thing. Sleeping with David. And people would have been confused. Because they 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 did the Alex thing. They did the Jackson thing. They're, this These particular characters, hell, they barely care about the ones that are on campus. As far as getting things right with history, they're not invested in One Life to All, in All My Children characters and preserving what we what it is we know about them. They're not. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a giant like y'all were upset. I was how was that work hollering? Because <laughs> I had to DM Dylan. I was like, you you are right. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> they don't they don't really take that into consideration. Well, hopefully now they've learned their lesson. I mean, they probably have. not. They haven't. <laughs> I don't because the thing is, I don't think the writers really care i think i hope fans have learned their lesson <laughs> stop asking yeah, but that's for what it. i'm saying i hope oh, yeah. fans have learned the lesson they probably haven't but i hope they have yeah shall we move on to the good parts of the week um like, sure if we can define this as good but i'm enjoying it so <laughs> charlotte is the one who wrecked anna's room valentine seeks nina's help with charlotte as anna goes to sunny for protection and advice i am completely fine with charlotte being a twisted little cassadine this is actually a twist i didn't see coming at all i I didn't realize it until Nina reacted to the video footage. I'm yeah, like, oh. that's that was where I was like, Nina wouldn't care unless it was Charlotte. Yeah. My but thing yeah, I, is, I didn't see though, it coming at all. to what end? Because I feel like Charlotte has had a relatively good relationship with with Anna. I mean, from the little that we do see them interact. So... I think it's what, because she probably blames I think she probably blames Anna for why she hasn't seen Valentine as much. Think about it. She hasn't lived with her father in over a year. And why? Why hasn't she lived with her dad? I don't remember. Because Victor took her to that boarding school. And so Victor was basically holding her hostage and she was gone. And then Valentine was playing dead with Anna. And he, she couldn't see her father. So as much as Anna may be nice to her and she may not have a super, you know, she may not hate Anna, but if she views Anna as the roadblock to her 
and her father getting to be together 24-7, I could see her acting out, especially since she was in a boarding school picked by Victor. Oh, yeah. Also, I put this on the timeline. It was kind of out of pocket, but I don't care. We have to remember that Charlotte is a test tube baby orchestrated by Helena Cassidyne, and she was also recently kidnapped by Victor. It would not put, I would not put it past either one of them to do some funky shit with her brain. Which puts, which also puts her and Jake in a different context, too. Yep. Because Jake was also held held captive by Helena for years. We had that whole chimera shit with the brainwashing, too. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if um, she she burnt down Anna's house with Jake. I mean, he has a history. Or is Ooh, that Cam? That would be an interesting twist. Well, Cam has a history of pirate. No, Cam, pirate no, Cam is the one that has the pirate but history. we do know Jake was gone for a significant amount of time, and we do not know exactly what happened to him. Yeah, when Honestly, he was gone on Castanon Island. I'm very much a believer of that tweet of someone who said that soap children should only exist to die or at funerals <laughs> or almost die or almost die not or, or accidentally trash. reveal a secret uh, I, yes. yes true but we're I think we're also getting to the point where they are no longer children because I think yeah she's 15 she said 15. it in dialogue yeah. this week he he's 16 so they could drive story as teen characters will we get that I don't know um um like I have no should, issue with with them doing that if they're gonna do it. another kid but I forgot which kid I wanted them to Sora they could bring I mean, we can't Ray. have a teen we can't have a teen scene with two with two people also I two mean, people we that are could, cousins but yeah <laughs> that they, are are did they play it as a date or as like two cousins going to no they played it, it as a date because they they had they had violet being the annoying little sister oh yeah essentially i can't stand that kid <laughs> that yeah they... that's i'm sorry that's very weird i don't know if it was if it was um nick who said this but when y'all are both calling the same lady grandma yeah, I said that. Um, <laughs> stay far away. This is not them people over there in the Appalachians. Yeah. Stay far away. But also, Ryan did point out that Liz and Lucky were also cousins. <laughs> By adoption, yes. but they were cousins. The The difference is that Laura... But they never played them like that. Yeah, they never played it because they didn't grow up on screen together. Yeah. Laura... And Elizabeth never shared a grandparent. They're they're yeah. adopted first cousins because of Rick and Jeff, but they never had a relationship with um that woman. What was her name? Helen, Helen Weber, as their grandmother. So we don't. There's no connection for it. Like there's no ick factor. And we knew, and we always knew Rick wasn't Laura's biological dad. Now we know Lucky isn't Jake's biological father, but. That's the but. only father Jake has ever had consistently, and he ain't even yeah. here. And, and it isn't um, even that consistent. Exactly. Okay. And, and he still calls Laura grandma. Yeah, they both call, like, it's... They both it's, call Laura grandma. It's, it's giving a similar ick to Alex and Stephanie, because Alex and yeah. Stephanie, I mean, Alex and Stephanie were bonding over Grandma Joe's Thanksgiving stuffing muffins, which were 
something both of them should have known because they're both her. Joe's well, the thing is they, they did both know the pro that's what made it weird because like why don't you know each other <laughs> they they at this point they don't care they don't care they don't care that they're kissing cousins and it's very possible that the writers there don't know the don't, history yeah, don't, there. yeah don't know that because we have to remember this is scab material we don't know what kind of history they have they may have just seen two people in a similar age range let's throw them together and see what happens and then connecting the it's just <laughs> now were made. how how do you feel about Valentine not telling Anna I understand it yeah. I mean it is his kid I don't agree with it but I get it yeah I don't also, agree I with it but I get it do you think Anna's going to be pissed or do you think because of everything that she went through with Peter, she'll understand? I, I think, think she'll understand. understand. I think she'll understand, but I think she'll also drive home the, you should have told me. Yeah. Yeah. And how did you guys feel with Nina's involvement in all of this? Because I have to say, they have been putting Nina in places recently where I forget she, I forget why she annoys me. <laughs> I just found it weird. I mean, as 50% owner of the Metro Court, I found it weird that Nina couldn't look this up on her own computer. She had to be in Olivia's office. That was weird to me. I, I think it's, I think she was already in Olivia's office for something else so that she just did it from there. I don't think she was there specifically because she needed to be. Okay. I think it was just a ma I think she was already in that office when Anna showed up. And so she just mm. did it from Olivia's computer, which was dumb. Yeah. And not telling mm. Olivia about it was also dumb because I don't like Valentine, especially since Valentine knows that Anna is super suspicious of him at this point. He should have known that Anna was going to not and trust this, and verify, you know? Yeah. And this is another thing that's going to um, backfire on Nina because Anna and Sunny are relatively close friends. I mean, I would like them to be more than close friends, but... That's a different conversation to be had on a different day. Um, this is the first time, though, that I really wasn't feeling Anna and Valentina as a couple, and I'm a Vanna fan. But I was just yeah, like, it, okay, next. Yeah, it, so. it, I think, and I think that might be intentional choices from both James and Fanola, because I think they're intentionally playing the awkwardness between them. Because yeah, of everything, they're, they're not. They're clearly not on the same page right now. Oh yeah, no, that's that's very understandable. But Sunny was looking good. No, ma'am. <laughs> Listen, I, I've I, said I, it before I, on the pod. Like, I see the vision. Time. I think I just said it a couple time. weeks ago when you weren't here. <laughs> I see the vision. I just one time. I mean, I would like Sunny <laughs> just one time. to show Anna why he has so many kids. <laughs> okay, but we, we have to we have to make sure we have to make sure before we ever if we ever go that down that road, we have to make sure that Anna is not of child rearing age. She's not, and I don't care. <laughs> they cannot tell me Anna's pregnant if she sleeps with Sunny. I don't care. No. <laughs> For me, 
And as a grandma, she has a freaking 18 year old, 21 year old, however they're make however old they're making Emma these days. And She's Robin, not yeah, Robin is 40, Robin is 45. That hopefully the I ship for Anna having children has sailed. How strong <laughs> Sonny Corinthos' sperm is. I Listen. refuse to believe he could impregnate Anna. No, I just I just want one time, no strings attached. Oh, it happened by mistake. We were just, you know. He's upset about whatever Nina got into. She's upset about whatever, or she was just there to console him. Oops, it just slipped in and <laughs> just once. The fact that we could literally be on the road to that is the scary part. Because I just want it once. I was <laughs> yeah, reminded but... I was reminded very quickly after why it can't be a relationship. But a, a but one, one night stand, one off. Just a be. one time thing. Like <laughs> what the I one thing I'm also he... gonna one thing I'm going to put out that I don't want someone. that I don't want is a Valentine and Nina run back. Oh, yeah, I don't want it. Oh, I don't that's, want. Also, that's worrying me. I don't because they were. With Valentine and Anna being in a not so good place with Nina and Sonny's implosion pending we are on the on-ramp to a drunken hookup that nobody asked for. Oh yeah, for sure. With yeah, Valentine and Nina Definitely. I see it happening. Because yeah. if Anna finds out about Charlotte and they get into an ugly fight that night, the same night that Sonny and, and Nina implode for whatever reason, all I, I I just I see the commiserating over the booze. I see it. I don't oh, yeah, want it. For sure. I, yeah, I see it. It's I funny. rebuke it in, in the name of whatever God you pray to. I just yeah, that's yeah, like the, that would be the downside of us getting Anna and Sonny for one night would be their partners would swap, and we've already been there. We've already who else could they put either one of them with? Sonny, well, Anna, Anna, or Valentina, Robert. Yes, yes, Anna, Anna and Robert can go back. Yeah, Sonny. I still want Sonny and Ava, but it's never going to happen. Sonny's going to go back um, with Carly. Like, we, we, know want, we, can, yeah. we can want what we want, but the writing is on the wall. What about yeah, by Christmas, By Christmas, him and that old thing, he's going to, yeah, he's getting that old thing back. Uh, that's my prediction. <laughs> what about Nina? That's, that's, what what that's, who I'm <laughs> that's who I'm struggling with. Like, I don't know. Do not do Eddie because I I swear I saw I saw little hints of it when the Eddie Main shit first started and they mercifully pivoted away. No, no, they're not doing that. I think they're not doing that. Ned's gonna be busy enough between Ned Olivia needs, yeah. and Re With and not Rena. Um, Lois yelling at him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what. Hmm. No. If we're getting Carly and Sunny again, I would not be opposed to Nina and Drew. Ew. Ew. Respect us, Tony. <laughs> I just don't like Drew as a person. Like, I don't like, really like Nina as a person either. But but like... she's at least remotely entertaining for me. Drew's yeah. Drew, Drew is Drew. Like I yeah. was cheering when they were beating his ass in the shower. I was like, hit him again. Okay. <laughs> but like, there's not a whole lot of places yeah, that, for Nina to go. That's like, what I I'm, mean. That's what makes me nervous. There's not. They many could do Nina in Austin, but does anybody really want that? 
Um, I barely want Austin. Hell, I, it it genuinely feels like Nina has served a purpose, and that's scary because I like Cynthia Watros. Because if you're gonna go back to Sunny and Carly, I think they're the... gonna double back with her in Valentine. Seriously, oh, I mean, uh, we've talked so extensively about why we don't want that, but. I mean, if Carly's going back to Sunny, where does Nina go from here? Yeah. Unless they yeah, bring on yeah. somebody completely new for her, which is a possibility, but I, I'm hey. already tired with what we have on canvas. Put her with, what's his name? Her biggest cheerleader. Um, Curtis? Was, yes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we can do that. And get Portia away from free, him. Yeah, free, free Portia. <laughs> Because Portia has options. She should. Yeah. That, that, that's where we can go. Put Curtis and Nina together. <laughs> and the weird thing is, I think I might like them together. Yeah. We we have gone all over the rainbow on this. <laughs> yeah, Charlotte's a little bit cuckoo. Like her grandma and her grandpa. So. And then we got yeah, the tarot I mean, cards. She too. is a Cassidy. Yeah, Helena used to carry around okay. tarot cards. I was like, oh, so she's a witch witch. I'm not 100% sure that she set the fire. Yeah, I don't think she did either. I think yeah. it's, it's very much a Spencer-Esme thing where Spencer and Esme were responsible for some of what or where, Spen where Spencer was responsible for some of what Ava was going through, but Esme did all the super duper crazy shit. I feel like Charlotte's doing the more juvenile stuff, but like the big super scary shit, that's something else. Yeah. Like she's she's definitely I think she definitely wrote on the mirror. Um I think she probably maybe wrecked the hotel room. I don't think she shot Curtis and I don't think she's at the house on fire. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I do feel like yeah. I do feel like she's taking the opportunity that those things presented her mm -hmm. to make Anna's life miserable because she misses her father. Yeah. Because she she yeah. she would know that they would automatically attribute it to whatever else is going on. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, she didn't bother to think about security cameras. No, she's 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 just starting out. She's not Helena level yet. <laughs> Give her time. Oh God, that's scary. But <laughs> but it also makes sense why they brought Scarlet back. Yeah, because Scarlet was was always good at playing the evil little child. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that any of the subsequent Violet, uh, not Violet, Jesus, um, any of the Charlotte. subsequent Charlottes that we've had could have pulled that off. Yeah, the fact that we've had two since. And is weird. I mean, I literally said on the timeline that Valentine and Charlotte have not lived in the same house consistently since two Charlottes ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it would make sense for her to be pissed off or upset or resentful at least. Like pe people were kind of curious, and I'm like, it, it, it makes sense. And like, she's a kid; she's not all she's going to see is that daddy keeps choosing another woman over me. Mm -hmm. Because. Victor was using Charlotte as leverage against Valentine because of Anna. 
Well, and then daddy, daddy choosing a woman over the child is very Casadine. So definitely, it's on brand. So no, it's it, it's definitely on brand. But I also kind of wonder too if Charlotte's gonna. Oh God, I hate myself for even saying this, but I'm gonna say it because I'm here. But I wonder if Charlotte's gonna start trying to parent trap Valentina and Nina. I mean, I won't be surprised at this point. Yeah, I wouldn't Cause anything because I feel possible. like in her mind, the last time she had a stable unit with her father was with Nina, and she Imagine. would rather go back to Nina that of all people. And the that bars in wild. hell, <laughs> truly, that is wild. I mean, it's like because Anna and the the romantic relationship between Anna and Valentine isn't bad per se it just it draws a lot of danger their mm-hmm. way that's the problem because you had they have their enemies they had victor and there were constantly things coming at them so that's why they're unstable but for the most part like it's been it's been better than i expected it to be as far as their interactions with each other up until now yeah and i think charlotte I think this is going to be very interesting angst for them. Yeah. Because it's, it's not something that's going to go away. Charlotte's not going away. Charlotte's his child. Yeah. Like, you can, you can send Victor to jail. I'm glad but... that his his reaction to this wasn't let me send her away. Oh, yeah. I don't think. I don't think he would do that because of, one, how he got her, one. And, two... Like, because he didn't, he didn't know she existed, and two, him losing losing her to um, Victor before. So, yeah, I don't. Think I was so afraid that like he was gonna off. turn into he Nicholas. Gonna, he was gonna put her on a plane back to a boarding school, and I was like, no. That's that's something Nicholas would do right now. Yeah, for sure. I think I think with with Valent with Valentine, he's really trying to first figure out why she's doing all of this before he reacts and says well I'm sending you to boarding school I I, I don't think it's very much like him to do that Uh, no I don't either but he definitely wants to protect both Anna and and Charlotte obviously but the only way he can do that is first find out how is he going to how is he going to keep Charlotte away from Anna and also find out what Charlotte's true intentions are here. Stay away from Anna himself. That's the yeah. only way. And already right now they're having these, like like Nick mentioned, they're being very awkward around each other and there's a little <laughs> bit of like mistrust. So him staying away won't be like a huge red flag for Anna either. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm very curious to see where this goes because I was not expecting the Charlotte twist. I don't know what I was expecting, but this was not it. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that either. (laughs) Everyone kept saying Peter. Peter, And I wanted to block every single one one of the people I saw saying that because no. (laughs) We don't ever need need that character back. I didn't know who I thought it was. I just assumed it wasn't Peter. I for a hot, I think we might have discussed on the podcast whether or not it was Alex. Oh yeah, I think y'all you did, did discuss that last week. You did. But yeah, it was the only thing only reason I didn't think it was Alex was because of Nina. 
once Nina got involved, I'm like it has to be oh, someone yeah. they have in common. And, and like, that's the only two people would be Peter or Charlotte, and I don't think they're bringing Peter back. So it's Charlotte. and, Sh- and Valen and Nina would not have looked like her world ended watching Peter break. She would have looked horrified, yeah. but not yeah, not in a heartbroken way. Like oh my god, he's supposed to be dead. Why is he here? Way yeah. Shall we move on to what was arguably my favorite part of the week? Let's. Yes. I'm Trina and Me too. <laughs> Trina and Spencer get ready for New York. She has a really sweet conversation with Curtis about the trip and then absolutely adorable scenes with Spencer on Friday in preparation for the trip. I want to back us up to those Curtis-Trina scenes, which I think were Monday? Tuesday. I don't remember Tuesday. what day, but I remember, I remember watching them. And And I was watching these scenes and I'm like, this is the first time I actually really enjoy their dynamic. And I think it was more so because it was, it was Donnell and Tabby more so than Curtis and Trina, you know, just with the Trina dialogue and stuff mixed in. But I also love the fact that we got Trina point of view. Imagine how much better things are when you do this more consistently. (laughs) Weirdly enough, I've always liked their dynamic. I just didn't like the storyline surrounding it. Like, They've always been kind of that cool, oh, this is my mom's boyfriend, this is my mom's husband, I'm trying to get to know each other, they're trying to get to know each other, but they're also, like, they don't have too much of a relationship, so they can kind of be, like, honest with each other, and I've I've always enjoyed that with them, so those scenes were really nice. In the words of Michael C. Maverick, I was not moved. <laughs> I was not moved like I don't know maybe I need to get over it because as far as the writing goes they're not walking it back but that is Taggart's daughter as far as I'm concerned um Curtis is her mama's husband as far as I'm concerned (laughs) um Curtis needs to stop saying our daughter my daughter as far as I'm concerned (laughs) um yeah as far as I'm concerned (laughs) I don't give a fuck now, okay, now that, that might be the new title. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, as far that... as I'm concerned, I don't give a fuck, honestly. <laughs> honestly. Yeah, but, uh... I will say, I like that Curtis is, like, being respectful of Trina's yes. feelings for Spencer. And, like, yeah. his point of view on Spencer has kind of changed. Yeah. Yeah. In that... He's not. He's not trying to control her because he was trying to do that a few a while back, and we didn't like it. We he's rejected just, that wholeheartedly. He's just listening, and she's she's talking, and she's getting to talk about. She's getting to talk about Spencer, kind of with no judgment, and I like that. I like that too because there is always a little, there is always like a little bit of judgment in other places, but Kurt, Curtis would just kind of always is with just kind of listened, and I loved getting to like just see Trina's point of view Trina spends so much time being the sounding board for other people that it was nice to see someone who makes sense be a sounding board for her yeah and it was just nice no to I, have I did her... appreciate that and it was just nice to have her actually like get to have these normal absolutely like human relationship concerns that everybody goes through when they're starting a new relationship and especially for trina because as far as we know 
this is this is her first relationship, is it not? Um, yeah. Rory, yeah, we count. No, that. well, yeah, but oh, sure. <laughs> she she and Rory sure. never really sure. She and Rory never really got to a place where she was even contemplating this because there was always Spencer for her. Yeah. So like, imagine when the guy told her that he loved her, she was just like, <laughs> "Great, <laughs> thanks." <laughs> uh, yeah, this is. I think this is her first serious relationship. And how how do we feel about Curtis like, um, finding out about the trip and then immediately telling Portia like, "I don't want to violate your violate her trust." Meanwhile, let me go ahead and tell you everything. Um. On one hand, I'm like, I could... go ahead. Now. On one hand, I'm like, okay, you shouldn't have said anything. But on the other hand, I get it. Who else were you supposed to tell or yeah. talk about it with? I just think did... that he 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 started with this disclaimer. Oh, I don't want to break her trust, but yeah, well, that was kind of where I'm like, well, just, if... he should have just been like, I had a conversation with Trina, and yeah. this is what she said. Yeah, the and disclaimer this, wasn't necessary. The disclaimer yeah. wasn't necessary because, like, you're just coming to her as her father. Which, listen, we hate that that is what it is, but it is. Um, <sighs> <laughs> Not and, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and I feel, as your mother, as her mother, you deserve to know this. How did you feel about Portia's reaction? Um. <laughs> As a mom, I'm not a mom, but I would imagine if I was a mom, I, I mean, I understand where Portia's reservations are coming from, considering how things have fallen out over the last couple of years with Spencer being back in town with the whole Esme of it all. Like, she's a mom to a young woman. Um I think it's normal for her to have concerns. Yeah. Now, do also, we think we are pivoting away from Portia the schemer here? I don't know. Like, are we course I, correcting? I can't. I can't say that too soon. Um, I'll address that later. But I think Portia. I think she's kind of. Hmm. What it looked like to me, she's kind of like. Re- resignation. Yeah, she's kind of like made peace with the fact that Spencer and Trina are going to be together. It is yeah. what it is. Um, yeah. And that's, that's what was so jarring about the scenes because they were very like, oh, this she's not up. She's not upset. It's just kind of is what it is. She was she was kind of disappointed that Trina didn't tell her. But yeah, I think she also understood why Trina didn't tell her because of what she's been doing and saying recently. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't like it. The scenes didn't leave me with a bad. That particular scene didn't leave me with a bad taste in my mouth. There is one coming up later that did. Yeah. Do we want to go there now, or do we want to save? Like, because I didn't throw that in there, so do we want to just pivot to that real quickly and then end on a good note. Sure, I guess. It's. Uh... What the fuck are they doing with Portia and Esme? Like, I'm just gonna ask it because, like, is Portia being nice to her to serve a purpose and use her as a weapon against Spencer? Or are they actually having Portia be nice to the woman who drugged her child? That's what that's, I don't know. That's um, what I don't know either. Because as a medical professional, I could understand if she's talking to her, obviously with the cordial tone, 
how's the baby doing, et cetera, et cetera. But as a mom who was victimized by, whose child was victimized by this person, have a little vim in how you talk to her. Because y'all are there acting very friend. For me personally, too friendly. It was my mama, my mama, and I'm seeing this. Why are you being friendly to her? You can be cordial and you know professional and talk to her on a patient doctor thing about the kid, but y'all are you're just showing too many teeth when you're talking to her. I almost wish Spencer had seen it. Not Spencer. Uh, Trina had seen it and been like, I already have to deal with Spencer, like Esme being around Spencer. Now I have to deal with my mother being nice to her too. I don't, I don't, I hate it. Um, it's, it's, and it's because it's, yeah. Like the only, my, for, wait, you do hate it or you don't hate it? I hate, I hate the interactions with Esme and Portia. And it's solely because I don't know if the, I don't know if they understand the gravity of what they're doing. Like for me, the way to salvage this is for it to come out that Portia is buttering up Esme, hoping to get her to let her guard down so she makes a confession that Portia can then use to get her away. Like I hope because the because the, the, the scenes with Curtis going. kind of seem like she's kind of like made peace with the fact that Spencer and Trina are a thing. So I think the best thing to do moving forward is for her to be like, okay, it is what it is, but I'm going to make, do my best to make sure my daughter is as comfortable and secure in this relationship, even though I don't really care for it, as I can, even if I'm from far away, I can manage, I can do this for her, get this girl out of her life. But I, I would love if that was the case. I just don't know if that's the case. I think they're just kind of like, Oh, doing with Esme and Portia what they do with Esme and everyone else. Oh, she's yeah. not that bad. Like I... Alexis and Gregory and like the Oh, those Gregory scenes last week annoyed the Didn't fuck Didn't they out of even me. have Carly at one point being nice to her? Because yeah, of, because like, of the baby. Yep. Christina too. I'm I'm sorry, but no baby can get me to be nice to somebody that has done fucked up shit. I don't care. I'll oh, be nice uh... to the baby not to the mama yeah they're like everybody could be grinning the baby's face and like oh you exactly. That's what they, like, there's there's ways to do it but they're just not doing that and they're doing yeah and i think porsche is probably going to take the brunt of the backlash because she was already i mean she Spencer is on Trina. social media already yeah and that's not on surprising Twitter, they can't stand her how she's grinning with with espadrill <laughs> <laughs> like it's just and we, we've talked about this with Dylan before like they don't really care to take care of the character in the writing Yeah, and it's clear that that's the case it's just that Portia doesn't get the grace everyone else gets yeah definitely but yeah, I did, and we know I, why yeah we know why I, and I did not I didn't care for the scenes but <sighs> It is what it is at this point. I just want it to stop. Like they, there's no need for them to interact at all. Like Esme and what's his name, 
ACE can go to doctor's appointments off screen or with a no-name doctor. But putting why putting, are why are doctor's appointments at the hospital? Like, don't exactly. you all have regular doctors doctors like his well, butt? Unless, unless you have like a clinic in the hospital. Because all of my doctors they were related to a surgery I was having were literally at doctor's offices. Not yeah, but I, connected like, to hospitals. But like I said, unless they have a clinic in the hospital where the doctor works at it, that's a, that happens. I mean, it's rare, but in some cases, the doctors the doctor runs a clinic in the hospital where their patients will come see them there because they're just at the hospital very frequently that it just makes sense to to run like their private practice out of there. Yeah, I think that's the case. Because like that, when even when, like, there's no other like medical like option for for people on this show. Everyone goes to a general hospital for something or for every yeah. for their medical needs. But should we talk about the Trina and Spencer of it all in those dorm room scenes? Because oh, oh Spencer is ready. <laughs> Trina's ready too. Spencer, I'm pretty sure when he was leaving Trina's room, there was stuff happening in his pants because <laughs> he is ready. Yeah, like, I just it was so nice just to see them being cute yeah. and flirty and, and using their differences in a cute and flirty way rather than as an attack, which is something they've done in the past. Like, it was just, it was so nice. More of this. Can we have more yeah. of this, please? Yeah, yeah the, these scenes in particular, I needed because they reminded me of the version of Sprina that I loved with Sydney and Nicholas. This this reminded me of when they first met. Like they had this kind of like witty banter going back and forth between them all the time. And they were very, very different, but they just clicked. And this reminded and me of that. And they haven't really had a chance to fully explore that with Tabby because everything was so heavy by the time Tabby hit the role. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's also, I, th I think it's also been deliberate. Like, they, I don't know what the show's goal was or Chris and Dan's goal was, but there was no, there was, it always, it always felt like we were waiting for the other shoe to drop with Spencer and Trina under Chris and Dan. Like, yeah. They're going to be together, but not really. Let's like, throw it's as just... many fucked up things as we can. Yeah. Way. So, like, if like it genuinely felt like for a long time, oh, they're they're trying to do a triangle with Esme, Spencer, and Trina, and I don't like it. Um, the scenes were great. They still have amazing chemistry. The dynamic between them is just fun and cute. And if you lean into that, it's great. Um, this is all. It's also giving me like um, I'm getting a little antsy because I know we're gonna go to New York. They're gonna have their first love scene. Great. What happens after that? Cause because Esme because Esme knows they're going to New York. Yep. But also, what happens after that? What happens when they come back? Because remember when they came yeah. back from Greenland? It was crazy. And it went it went to shit so fast. I'm, I'm hoping nervous. that because they've acknowledged that everything was has been in such a weird place post Greenland that they're going to actively try to do better because even in the soap opera digest article for the love scene 
both I think I don't know if it was both of them if it was just Tabby who said it in the article but they it, it was basically said that once they make love they're more in love than ever like it's not going to be a thing like where they have a moment of bliss and then something tears them apart after after it almost like reaffirms their commitment to each other and I feel like they're going to be on even more solid ground coming out of that than they were going in I I would I really hope that's the case but also like I need Spencer to get a move on that move like move out sir I mean listen he might or at least get a place get an apartment where you can go to with Trina if you need if you need to sleep down the hall from your brother that badly have a place where you can go and she listen, can go even if no he even if he gets an apartment on the same floor yeah. so no, that he can no no, no, no. <laughs> in the same building is one thing they're on the same floor like give them a few floors to give them okay, a few fair. floors to buffer please <laughs> yeah but i, I like, do wonder that's, if... yeah that's my biggest concern right now when they come back then what yeah. I feel like once they actually get to make love and fully connect on that level, I don't think Spencer is going to be able to, like, he, I'm trying to figure out how, I don't think Spencer is going to want to distance himself from Trina. Not that he wants to distance himself now, but I feel like it's, once he's been with Trina, he's not going to want to stop being with Trina. I hope that's the case. You are, I think you are correct if written in character. <laughs> if, but the problem is we don't know. Like, they've acknowledged it. Great. The, it's a, also a different set of writers. Yeah. And the reality of the writer strike resolving itself relatively quickly as we speak. This like point. It, it may be yeah. like it's we're apparently we could get in an the final stages yeah yeah like we could we could log off this zoom from recording this podcast <laughs> and there be a deal and on enough. the table yeah so like that's my worry and I like I think the scab writers understand what the issue is they don't understand the issue with everything but they understand they understood what the issue is with Sprina and are addressing it and I think they're actively trying to move forward I don't know what I don't. I don't know what direction this is gonna go in when the the um, when Dan and Chris come back, and that's what makes me nervous. But the show overall makes me nervous because they have a history. We get great moments, and then we get shit constantly. So, and that's what makes me. I'm so nervous about that. Them having sex because if they do that, and then they go back to him being a little too close to. Esme, okay. him, him being dismissive of Trina's feelings and discomfort around her. Oh, I will be, I will riot. That, like, that will piss me off. Because don't you dare take her virginity and then be like, well, that was that. It was a good time. It was great. Anyway, We're together. Now I have but... to take care of my brother. And and your drugger, my brother, and your drugger. <laughs> like it's just and, yeah, pretty much. And let there not any kind of fuckery coming out of this that makes him like let's hope that Esme doesn't try to pull a ace is sick and he ignored the phone call like none of that shit yeah don't make this a negative experience for them 
Like we just, we want to be able to fully enjoy this moment and this couple. And we want the show to remember that they are the couple that we are rooting for and to try not to fuck it up. Like, I don't need any ambiguity after this. Yeah, There can be no, oh, is he still into this? Especially if we're getting I love yous after. Yeah, I don't. Like, we can't go from, we we (laughs) can't go from I love you, you're the one that I want to let me go make Ace the center of my universe. Like, we just, we, like, this has to be a moment where once Spencer and Trina say they love each other and have moved that relationship into that next phase, Spencer has to realize this is where I am the happiest. And I, in order for me to fully be there and be there for my brother and be my best self for him, I can't make him the center focus. I have to be able to balance. And that means I have to move out, but not too far kind of a thing. But like, the baby is my least is the is the least of my worries. It's Esme. Same. No, yeah. no, I know, but at least if he's moving out of the house, then Esme doesn't have as much access to him to be able to fuck shit up. Yeah. It's him living in that house and the proximity to Esme. Yeah. Cause he and Trina can't be alone in that house. No. Yeah, no. Like and that, that's it, what Nicholas should have came back for to snatch up that baby and run. <laughs> really, I don't listen. Know why he was the there fact for that... all of three days, and then was like, you know what? Just tell my mama I'm alive. Bye. <laughs> Speaking and of, I'll what be... the hell is Laura? Come get this damn baby and Esme. Listen, Jeannie Francis like summer so vacation. It, it is officially the first day of fall. Jeannie Francis's summer vacation has to be ending soon. Get your ass back here, Laura. Or shit, give the baby to Kevin. I don't like. I just. <laughs> Stop I mean, saddling he Spencer. Is, he is a great uncle to that baby. So he is. Stop saddling Spencer with that child, and then by extension, Trina. Yeah. Shall we move on to making the rounds, or do we have anything else to say on this particular story? Um, let's get more of that. I want more of that adorable yeah. cuteness from Spencer and Trina. Yes. All right, for making the rounds this week, we have Willow returns to work. Sam, with the help of Willow, gets proof that Sasha was drugged. Blaze still exists and was possibly flirting with Christina. (laughs) Brooklyn and Eddie bond over music, and Drew gets beat up in prison. Nick, I'm going to start with you. Where do you want to start with this lovely selection? Um... I'll say Sam with Willow's help gets proof that Sasha was drugged. Look at Willow being useful. (laughs) (laughs) Look at Willow being useful and actually a supportive friend to Sasha because their friendship has been very one-sided and I've hated it. Um, I do, but that was a nice touch. Sending Willow back to work right as Sam is trying to get proof of um, what's been happening with uh, Sasha was a really nice touch um granted this proof is not admissible and cordon doesn't actually help anything no but it's a step forward it's a step yeah, in the step, right direction it's a step forward and again it made willow useful to me because i don't really care about her otherwise um yeah. i'm just yeah i'm curious to see how what they do with this now that they know it's probably just going to be to expose gladys 
Um, yeah. And it also, I mean, I guess it could be used to press charges against the doctor and Gladys. But again, mm, no, it's fruit, fruit it's of the not... poisonous tree. Oh. Yeah. They they she she literally stole that information. So yeah, it confirms their theory, but now they have to find proof they can use. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they could technically say an anonymous source sent it, but um, yeah, the, I think Dante, it Dante, Dante they, can't say that. No, well, no, can't. Dante, I guess could you know because Sam gave it to him. He can say an an anonymous source got it. I mean, but, he did ask Sam. He doesn't want to know how she got it, but yeah, they can't actually use it because trippy. of how Sam got it. But yeah, it's I trippy. like that they know. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a nice touch. I didn't expect. I didn't. I genuinely didn't expect to care that um, Willow was on screen. So <laughs> I saw nice her touch. return to work, and I'm like, "Didn't they tell you you weren't ready yet? What the fuck are you doing here?" They're not playing the. But they also that. told us she was. They also told dying. us she was three weeks away from dying eight months ago. And true. It took like, her how long to get a bone marrow transplant? Like six. That months, is so. true. That is true. Yeah, they're not gonna. We've we've asked for it to be over. They're saying it's over. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Nice to be happy with that. (laughs) All right, Sarah. What is your making the rounds pick? Mine's actually not on here. Oh, did Uh, I forget something? uh, You did forget a couple of things. Uh, The Molly finding out that her targets. Yes, I meant to put that on here. Thank you. That's not my option either. My choice is uh, Robert gifting Anna the the picture frame with all of the pictures in there. Oh, oh my god, I can't believe Anna I forgot Devane that I love that so And much. Robert Scorpio, they just go together. They do. They really just, just go together. It was so good. Um, I didn't understand why it was happening because, like, I saw it and I was like, "Wait, is this an, an a Robert and Anna anniversary? Is this Fanola anniversary? Why is this a thing?" And then he said, "I did it because you were so upset you lost all the pictures in the fire." And I was just like, "Oh!" Yeah. Like I was yeah. like, tear tears were welling up in my eyes because I was just like, I loved seeing all the pictures and then just Robert and Anna just go together. I don't care if there's ships that ship them separately with different people good for you but over here <laughs> is robert and anna for life absolutely yeah. yeah i don't know who that was that said that robert and anna are basically like brother and sister now i'm like they have a kid together they have yeah. a kid together they are absolutely not like brother and sister like Literally. what show are you watching like you can, stupid and, stupid people you can have a ship but let's be serious i don't think you can yeah, ever be like brother real. and sister with someone you've had a child with no, for real. and Rob, listen, Robert was having breakfast with Diane and dropped her <laughs> like a hot potato to go run over to Anna. That is As okay. he should. <laughs> As he should. Because don't about I take that seriously. Well, like, I like Robert and Diane, but I'm not delusional. <laughs> exactly. Like, he, Diane is the one he will pick because he doesn't have any other options because Holly He's is not here. And Anna is otherwise engaged, though that may be not the case for very much longer, depending on how things go. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my making the rounds. More of them, please. And mine is going to be Brooklyn and Eddie bond over music. Um, I don't know when this happened. 
and I said this last week on the podcast too, but this Eddie Main story, when it started, I absolutely could not stand it. Y'all know it. I ranted about it. But in the last couple weeks and this week particularly, I'm really kind of enjoying it because they're not trying to force him to be Ned. They're just kind of accepting who he is and he's genuinely connecting with everybody in a place where he's at. And it's making it work for me. And plus, Wally is that good that I really loved it. I almost wanted Brooklyn to help him finish the song. I think that's where they're going. That was where I first thought they were going. And then I wonder if they're going to have Lois help him. Because Lois is coming soon. Yeah. So. I, I, I'm i with you, though. Like, the story this week, I was like, okay, I don't hate it. I love also the looks that him and Olivia are giving each other. which I Yeah, mean, like, they're getting to fall in love all over again, married. which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's cute. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't hate it as much as I did in the beginning. Progress. No. Because in the beginning, it felt like, why are we here? And while it's still yeah. very much, why are we doing this? It's at least, okay, the actors are good enough that I can let go of that and enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. But I think we can move into our praise or shade segment. Sarah, are you praising or shading this week? Neither. I don't have one. Oh, okay. We were ambivalent this week. Nick, what about you? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I usually shade, but I'm going to praise this week. <laughs> and it's um the Trina Spencer stuff. Nick and Tabiana have a really great dynamic. They do. Um, and it's cute. It's fun. It's, and it needs to be shown more. Like We haven't gotten this with them, but I knew they could do it because they do have chemistry, but they just haven't had a lot of, they, they haven't had a lot of chances to do it, but it was, it was refreshing to finally see I can feel like to be and I was reminded that I could feel about them the way I felt about Nick and Sydney and as Spencer and Trina so tops off to them as with all the bullshit that's been thrown at them they haven't lost that connection and it's shining through even through a recast it's shining through so yeah they were my uh, praise this week, Nicholas and um, Tabiana. And I am going to shade, and I'm not actually shading the show. I'm shading something that I saw on Twitter. To everyone demanding that Kelly Monaco make a public statement about Billy Miller's death, please fuck off. That's so weird. That is so weird. People's like said, grief and pain is not for your public consumption. I said a lot of y'all have not been told to shut the fuck up and cuss out. Yeah. And it shows. Mind your business. This not she we as far as we know, she was very close to that man. Why do you really need her to make a public statement? She's going through shit. Like Shut up. And Kelly yeah. Monaco is not one who makes a public, public statement on much of anything. anything. <laughs> she barely does social media. She doesn't even do the show mandated social media shit. Yeah. That's just so weird. Like, leave people alone. Yeah, These people was... had his own mother having to make 
a I don't know if it was Facebook or IG statement. It was an Instagram statement settle, that his his manager put out. The, yeah, to try and settle the rumors, like leave people alone while they're grieving. Just not just while they're grieving. Period. Just leave. Just people leave people alone. alone. Because, yeah. like, if you're so concerned about how people are reacting, let them react in private. You are not entitled to being a voyeur to people's grief. It's just not. It's not yeah. something you are entitled to. It's also, it's up it's also gross work. to expect it. Like, why do yeah. you expect and that? The, yeah, and the thing that makes this worse, this is coming from grown folks. Like, I could understand if it was like a 15 year old whose frontal frontal cortex is not fully developed but y'all are grown you guys are adults like leave these people alone in their grief yeah that's um i think watching years of soaps have probably brought at some people's brains <laughs> between that and twitter and being locked in the house for two years people forgot how to be decent humans Assuming they even knew how to for a pandemic, though. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it was. It was, but it's it's gotten worse since. Leave people alone. Yeah, yeah. If you take nothing else from today's episode, take that. Leave people alone. I I was gonna be meaner about it and say shut the fuck up and mind your business, but you know they were. Oh, I already. (laughs) Hey, I already told them to please fuck off. So you know. Mind your fucking business. It ain't your business. Truly. And on that note, we will see y'all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all.